Hello, everybody, and welcome to season three of this podcast. A lot of changes going on. I'm actually retitling, but not with a new title, with the old title, Somehow I Father. And in this podcast, it's about being transparent as a father and my failures and how I am moving forward. So just taking the best of both worlds, making it one. And um, if this is your first time listening, hi, my name is Gabriel Perez. I'm a husband, father. Uh, my wife and I homeschool three of our kids. Well, one is uh, nine months, so we don't homeschool them yet. And I work a full-time job, and yeah, that is my life. It is crazy, and we're in a new season right now. I think, you know, at this point, we're all in a new season. We're in a new season because we moved, and we're in a whole nother state. But we're also in a new season because we're in the middle of an epidemic, a pandemic. And uh, I think this is just a crazy time, so I've heard... I'm titling this episode Into the Unknown Part 2 because I titled that Into the Unknown when we were just moving out of state, not really knowing where we were going and what was going to happen just weeks away. And in reality, I batch recorded like four episodes. So from the last time I recorded, we weren't in quarantine. We weren't in lockdown and we hadn't even really begun to move. It was just like we're going to move. And I knew it was going to get crazy and I wasn't going to be able to really record. So I just recorded like four episodes in a day. And so that leaves me here. Here we are. And um, in our new place, in a crazy time in, in the history of our world. And so I've gone through a lot. And I think I'm, what I really want to talk about is, is leading our family through this crisis, through this um, through this time and how are we leading as a family and i've definitely seen that i've had a lot of pitfalls um a lot of pitfalls in in easing my kids fears although i don't think they truly grasp what's going on because one we homeschool so we're we're home but we you know we can be out we had we had school that we would go to on monday school and we we went out and met with friends all the time but that kind of stopped, but I mean, for our day to day, we're we're home for good aspect because my my wife, excuse me, my wife also works from home, so they didn't see a huge change. And for a lot of people, well, this is a huge shift for them having their kids home. It's not for us. We're we're used to this. We've weathered that storm, so that's not new. But it's still different. And so, how are we leading our family? And I think the biggest aspect, the biggest part of it too, is how are we leading our, our spouses, our wives? And I think that's where I've had the biggest pitfall. Um, I've had it in two ways. I guess, let me start with the kids. With the kids, um, I think where we come into this whole thing with an unseen enemy. We don't know. Like, you don't know if you're touching the doorknob and it's got the coronavirus. You don't know. Uh, how you're going to catch her, how you're going to bring it back. And, and for me, I've had a constant fear of, because while my family's home and we're quarantined, I'm actually, my job is an essential job. So I'm out there working. And it's been, you know, so much anxiety. And it, it's funny now, I, I didn't really have anxiety, but now that I'm 
I did that podcast about anxiety with my friend, and all of a sudden I'm getting anxiety. <laughs> Here we are, and and we're in this situation. And but I don't think I'm alone. I think a lot of dads are are probably a lot of people, not just dads, anyone is having anxiety in this situation because there's so many unknowns. But going out to work every day, being like in the grocery stores and having to just witness all this this mayhem with the shopping and all that, it was, it's, it's, you cannot help but get kind of creeped out. Like, oh, do, am I, am I going to get sick or am I going to bring it home to my children? And, you know, and I think, man, I don't want to get my baby sick. I don't want to get any of my kids sick. And I'm always tripping out about that. And, but how far do you take it? I mean, obviously, we got to take it pretty far because it's serious. It's a worldwide thing. But at the same time, this thing, it could easily eat you up alive. And so I found myself getting really short with my kids, you know, because uh, I forgot what we were doing. But the second we, we do something, like kids are just licking things. My son, he likes to lick things. And it's like, don't lick things. Like, don't do that. Or my daughter likes to put her face on the floor and like, and in my mind, I'm like, I, I walked and I stepped on the coronavirus and now I stepped it and on this certain place at home and maybe it got on the carpet. You know, your mind can go in so many places. And so, yeah, I start tripping out on them. I start getting upset at them like, hey, what are you doing? Like, don't do that. Or don't do, you know, I'm just short. And I'm short because one, I'm stressed out. I'm worried. I'm scared for them. But also just I'm stressed out. And I think so a lot of dads, if, you know, if you're working and you're coming home, I'm sure you're stressed out. And, and it's also, it's just feeding, but it's feeding fear into our children. It's probably feeding fear into my wife as she watches me being all stressed out. And so I think a lot of times we have to step back and just know what's controllable and what's not controllable. You know, we can do the best our we are, we can do the best we can at cleaning our hands at 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 sanitizing doorknobs and handles and and we can do all those things but ultimately you know you you got to sit back and just like just trust and trust that what you're doing is enough and for me I got to trust in the Lord that hey I'm I'm in his hand my family's in his hand and it, it doesn't uh, I mean, it doesn't absolve us from not getting it, but you got to put your hope somewhere. And that's where I'm putting my hope because if I sit there and start looking about what I did, it's going to be easy to just go down that hole of of panic. And I think in this time too, it's that's that's what we need to stay away from as leaders of our home because our kids are watching. Our wife is watching. She's going to play off of, off of how we react. And I even had a scary moment this last couple of weeks where we were, we were just about to leave. And it was a day before we started packing. And my daughter comes down with a fever. And it was a low-grade fever, but we start, I started freaking out. I started freaking out like... One, I was I was upset because I, you know, knowing that we were moving, it's like you just don't want to be caught in the middle, you know. Like, one, we're we're moving, but now we're stuck in between moving and not moving. If if that comes, I mean, 
if that hits our family and that's that's horrible self in as that's horrible in and of itself but then when you're everything's packed and you're literally sleeping on sleeping bags then you're just like this is even worse and then we've paid two rents like how, you know finances come into it i mean everything you have to go from a to z and so my wife's sick i mean not my wife i'm sorry my daughter has a fever and so i have to follow protocol with my work and sure enough i'm tripping out on my bosses on my big bosses because i'm panicking about my daughter i'm panicking about what what we're going to do as a family and how i'm supposed to lead through this situation and you know, my work's like, well, just take care of your daughter. And it's like, I know that. That's, that's obvious. I'm going to do what we're going to do. And and it's and then at the same token, my we called the doctor. So we followed all the steps. And the doctor said he didn't think it was coronavirus. But if it was coronavirus, like my wife's like, what do we do? I was like, well, if it's coronavirus, we have to stay home. I mean, for humanity's sakes, we can't go out and complete this move with coronavirus and us all being uh carriers like we'll just have to bite the bullet and sit and take care of our daughter and hopefully and our family and hope it doesn't progress from there but the doctor was pretty convinced it wasn't and we had to watch the symptoms the next day and so sure enough we did and her fever never got above 101 which was great and it actually then she ended up having some stomach problems with which led to diarrhea so it seemed to be more of a stomach flu but i mean all in all the next day she was she was a lot better and she was good and it wasn't any of the signs of coronavirus so we we made it through but what happened in all that what happened in all that is i was short with my kids i shut down you know to my kids they're just like my daughter's sick so she's just sad and then my son, he just wants to play. Like he's just, hey, the the day's moving on. He doesn't understand that she could have coronavirus or anything. He's just like, oh, she's not feeling well, and so he's like, let's just move on. And it's like, I just shut down. Like I'm short with my kids. I don't want to. I don't want to see your Mario level. I don't want to. I don't want to do anything. I just want to brood because I was angry. I was angry that she caught it. It was like my fear confirmed of this whole time. Like I'm the one bringing it back because my my family hasn't gone anywhere. And then at the same time, my wife's looking at me to make a decision. My wife's looking at me to comfort her because she's trying not to freak out. And I failed. I just straight shut down. Like, there's, there's no way around it. Like, shut down to my kids, shut down to my wife, and was just angry. And just, quite honestly, didn't want to do anything. You know... And I started to go through the steps of, in the beginning, like, oh, well, let's pray and let's, you know, let's go from here. And we did, but as it got on, I just got angry. I got angry for many different reasons, you know, angry at my work for being out there and and not feeling like we're getting protection while being out there and working and and so many different reasons, but it it all comes down to, to myself. You know, we tell my son all the time, you can't control others but you can control yourself. You can control how you react to situations. And I didn't. And in the morning I woke up and I had to just, you know, take a, a gut check there. Look at myself and how I was, how I was acting. And, and I had apologized to my kids. 
apologize to my wife for just for failing her and and leading her and and not helping her in her fears but just giving in to to my anger and not being present to to help lead her through these moments so um as fathers take it's always good to just take a step back and see how you reacted or how you're you're acting maybe maybe you haven't even noticed or anything and you're you may be doing these things maybe you're not maybe you're doing a great job too and that's great and this is just my experience that i got to share and because i think the point i always try to make is i'm being transparent in my failures and that someone else may be going through the same boat someone else may and and maybe they won't they may not see it but they're noticing it now so check ourselves gut check Fast forward, we, we, we make that move, we're here, and, um, you know, with this whole, now it's getting worse. The quarantines, they, then they extended it to the, first it was like, oh, we should be good by Easter, now it's by the end of April. And so, here we are, into the unknown. I didn't say it quite as much as I thought I, I would have, titling it into the unknown, but... Honestly, through this whole pandemic, I've heard that phrase so many times. And even before it got crazy, I was just hearing it a lot too. And I, I think I said that in my last podcast about, about moving, but I have heard it so much. But how true is this? Like, I was having a conversation with a friend like, Disney, man, they are just hitting the nail on the head. Like, how do I, like for me, how do I follow you into the unknown? Like, and I'm thinking like, how do I follow the Lord into the unknown? we are in the unknown this is history happening this is world change like the whole world is affected by this and then uh you know i told that to my buddy and my buddy responded back this will all make sense when i get older <laughs> which if you haven't seen frozen 2 I don't, I don't i don't think you haven't i think everybody has seen frozen 2 because if you're listening here you have kids i'm sure you have disney plus i'm sure you've seen frozen 2 but there's a song by olaf where he goes this will all make sense when I get older. So it's like, it's so true though. Like right now, we can't make sense of it. Right now, we, we're just stumbling through or just feeling our way. But when we're older, it will make sense. When we're older, we'll, we'll, we can look back and have wisdom and have insight into what happened and how we endured. But here we are, part two of this Into the Unknown. Now, I try not to get caught up in conspiracy theories, but there's one floating around about hashtag save the children and this whole underground thing. And I, I, to be honest, I don't know a whole lot. My wife got a text message from, from her, from a friend. And it was like, Hey, we need to, we need to be praying because this is deeper than this. And and I guess my wife went down this rabbit hole of this whole this whole theory. And I'm not here to, to say if it's true or not, but um, bottom line is, let me just get into it. So I wake up, I see my wife on the phone. It's the middle of the night. And I ask, ask her, like, how are, what's going on? What are you, what are you doing? And she goes, oh, I just saw this video, and it, it's it's really filling it's feeding filling filling me with fear, and 
you know, this this whole thing, this whole situation, what the president said, you know, she starts giving me all the details about it. And and one, I was tired. I mean, I, I literally just woke up in the middle of the night to to see her going through this, but you know, and I tried to walk, I tried to hear her and just say, but then I was like, you know, I just don't think that's a good thing to go down. That's not a path that's going to help. It's just going to put you in more worry, more fear. And, and I was like, you know, and if that's something that happens, that's something that we'll have to deal with that when it happens, but we can't just live in fear of what it may happen. We'll have to we have to just move on in our day and and i thought i did a good job in in settling that and and you know i went to bed and that was that well my wife was pretty hurt that day and just just needing reassurance and comfort and ended up missing her before work not giving her a hug or a kiss and of all the days that i don't do it and um She's, you know, she's just come home and she's just heartbroken. She's just sad over everything and, and distraught. And, you know, and then so at that point, I pray with her and we, we talk about it and we, we kind of move on. Well, you know, thinking things are good, then she asks, well, what if this happens? How are we supply wise? Like, what do we do in the case of emergency? And this, this is a good topic right here because in this into these unknowns that we're going through how are we as leaders prepared uh have emergency kits and preparations for anything of our family for our family and i for one am horrible at that and i actually had to have a conversation with my wife about being prepared because hey another disney song be prepared okay sorry uh, <laughs> i'm not going to keep singing but but seriously, she, my lack of provision is something that my wife doesn't feel comfort in. Because um, we had, she was like, one day when we had all those earthquakes in California, she's like, we don't have any earthquake prepared kits. It's like, we don't really need one. Like, I, I honestly think, like, if an earthquake hit, we're like in a complex. So it's like, I don't think we're going to be just stuck here. But it goes beyond that. Like, you know, if everything shuts down and then you need food for your family or, you know, it's just being prepared. And so I wasn't on board to get one, but my wife's like, I'm going to do this. And she went and bought one and, and I was being all cheap. Like, Oh, we got to spend money on that. And, and she bought a cheap one, like a, just a cheap three day supply at the 99 cent store. But then having that conversation, I asked her how she felt it was a challenge that I got from the Iron Council. How do you feel about me being about my protection over you in the home? And that's what she cited as me just not really being prepared, you know, and, and not taking that initiative to protect, uh, make her feel protected and make our home protected. And so, you know, that stings, that hurts, but it is true because I wasn't really taking priority in that. and. So this weekend, uh, with my call, I have a call with all the my brothers in the Iron Council. I'm part of the Order of Man podcast, and then there's a group that called the Iron Council, and then you have teams. It's a great accountability for men. If that's something you're looking for, I highly recommend it. But I brought it to them. I said, guys, what are you doing this in this thing? Because I like I want to be prepared, but um, am I truly prepared? And and the answer was no. Like, 
Now, in this situation, everyone's stockpiling, everyone's hoarding, and it's it's hard not to get into that mentality that we gotta hoard, we gotta get more just in case, and and it's and that's the battle. Like, like I don't want to buy into fear, but at the same time, if there's if there's nothing to buy, and I didn't buy, then we're in trouble. So I think the the uh, the action is how well how prepared are you? And one of the the brothers told me there's a book called Rogue Warrior, I believe. And he goes, you prepare for the worst, but you plan on the best. And it, it was written by Navy SEAL, but it's like the the premise is that you 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 plan for the best case scenario of how things are going to work but you prepare as if every scenario can go bad like everything can go wrong and you have to be prepared for that so you can face that and so i had to come back to my wife and ask her like okay how did i how did i handle this whole thing that puts you in fear with the conspiracy theory and then just what's going on in our in our in our world how do you feel protected and and one she didn't feel like when she first told me, I, I just didn't go there with her. And she goes, I, I mean, she, she got that I didn't go there with her to, to go down that rabbit hole. But it was like I didn't go down there with her to comfort her and bring her back. So that was a learning thing because I felt like I, did, I handled that pretty good. But just because I, I was like, this is what you don't do doesn't mean you, you can't be there and help her out of it so i kind of just what i did was i just said this is what we should do and gave her like a flagpole and then walked away and i think as men as as husbands as leaders the best bet would have been for me to walk that journey with her to the flagpole to the destination because she understood the destination that i was talking about she understood where her thoughts were going but she still needed help to get there and i failed in that but then I had to look at, so I'm working on that. I mean, can't say that I'm, I'm moving forward because another situation is going to have to come where I'm going to have to do that and put it into practice. And then the other is, am I prepared? Am I prepared? Are, are, is your home prepared if, if there was a lockdown? If, there, if you couldn't go shopping, how much supply do you have? Or, you know, if, if God forbid, even this, the power went out. Like if we had no power, no electricity, do you have flashlights? Do you have, you know, emergency kit? And so it really dawned on me that I'm not prepared. So I went out and I got prepared. And it was at an extreme cost, but I don't think it was, a, a, I think it was essential. Because I just put in a plan to protect my family in the worst case scenario. Now, does do I do I want that to happen? Is that going to happen? Probably not. But should it happen, we are prepared and we are protected. And so guys, that is our priority. That is our that is what we are called as men to do is to protect our family. And I know we would easily lay down our lives for our family, but have we set them up for for that protection? We set them up just in case. And so you know, I looked up what, what are some good things to have. And if you're just listening and wondering, um, I'll just throw out some things right now. One was flashlights. Like my buddies always tell me, you guys, we were talking to my friend on a, 
uh, FaceTime, and then he was asking, like, hey, don't you need some flashlights just in case the power goes out? It's like, I, I don't have any flashlights. Or we get flashlights, and then the batteries run out, and that's it. Like, but I don't have emergency flashlights, like heavy duty. And he has, like, a whole collection of flashlights. And that, that's Phil, the anxiety uh, pastor. The guy, the pastor who taught about anxiety. Not the anxiety pastor. Probably wouldn't like that. But it's, he, he has all these things, and it's, like, and, he, and it's like, you need flashlights. And that's one, flashlights. You don't have light. We have flashlights now. We got lanterns. What if there's no gas? What if you can't cook? I got a stove, and I brought propane tanks that um, I got at Walmart, and that actually wasn't too expensive. Um, food. I got rations. I got 20-pound bag of rice. We got pasta. We got gallons of water. We got, you know, canned soup, canned food. Like, we're, we're prepared. We got tons of beans like we eat beans so much in this house it's crazy <laughs> but so i got all the food prepared hand crank radio um our battery operating radio that's one thing too that's important just so you can actually be connected if there's emergency things coming through on the radio you can hear because just think if everything shuts down that's your phone that's everything so you might not have a link to the outside world and so the hand crank radio is something that's important. Uh, first aid kits. Do you have first aid kits? You know, to take care of your family. Uh, multi-tool like open cans and and wires, uh, wire cutters, pliers. They said to turn off gas or, or stuff like that. Um, home defense. Like I am proud to say that I have a gun, and I hope to never use it in that way. But you know, I stocked up on some ammo. I stocked up on on the essentials and that it. In that aspect and and I think that's pretty good I mean I got I'm trying to think what else but first aid kids oh medicine if there's medicine you need like any kind of sick medicine or pain reliever medicine having all those things in hand and flashlights I think that's that's pretty much the gist of it I'm sure there's some things I'm missing because I'm just shooting off the top of my head but takeaways is uh men how is are we prepared are we prepared for the worst case scenario are we um how are we dealing with our family's mental health and so you know making sure that we've got a good uh mental climate going on here and you know buy, buying games with to interact with my kids just taking some time to do things with them is important and not just letting this, not getting stuck. So, so guys, I hope, um, I hope this speaks to you. I hope you can take something from it, apply it to your family, or, or look at certain situations and, and avoid those pitfalls that I've gone through. And so with that said, I'm uh, landing this episode. And yeah, if you guys want to connect, you can do so at Instagram going to be changing the name of my podcast again but i feel like um i got the best of both worlds now where i have a little more clarity of what i want to do i do like that name somehow i father but i didn't feel like it was giving clarity but now instead of that long old speech in the beginning i can just say being transparent as a father and my failures and how i'm moving forward and i think that does it boom boom click boom so 
with that guys take care be safe out there um, and we'll talk soon